UMGoBlue.com. By fans, for fans, since 1999. Hello, welcome to this edition of the UMGoBlue.com podcast. This is Phil Callahan along with... Andy Anderson. And we have the good news this week to talk about Michigan's victory on the road over Northwestern by a score of 20-17. to 17. Well, Andy, another dicey game on the road. What did you think about that one? Well, I was pretty happy with the win. When it was 17 to nothing, I thought Michigan might not come back, and I was trying to prepare myself for a loss. That wouldn't have been good for University of Michigan's immediate football future to have uh, to have a loss there. I was very much taken by the by the difference in the performance in the second half. They didn't look prepared in the, for the first half, but they were right on target. Offensively, sometimes, and all the time on defense in the second half. And uh, they pulled it out, and it's a good thing. I think it's probably a better lesson for them than it would have been to knock somebody around by 40 points. I think they probably learned something. And I think it was good for them to have to really strive. Bob Patterson came through. He didn't make many big mistakes in that second half when the game was on the line. Um, Higdon is obviously the best back they got. He had a good game. Uh, and I thought he got called by that holding call on him was that negated the 20-yard run of Patterson at a critical time in the game, I thought, was bogus from the looks of it on television. I didn't see it in person, but I saw it on television. And I didn't, I didn't think that was a real one, but the rest of the penalties, a lot of the rest of the penalties obviously were there. And they've got to do something. This is getting critical. Well, I'll tell you, the, the first thing I thought, and, and I think uh, many, Wolverines fan had a, many Wolverine fans had a similar thought watching that first quarter, um, you know, there... This has been happening. This is not a Jim Harbaugh problem exclusively. Michigan, for the last 10 years, has been struggling when they get away from the big house. And, you know, know, we we saw the same thing happen, you know, in the the home, you know, in the season opener versus Notre Dame. And, you know, when you get into that kind of hole, uh, it causes some problems. Now, you know, this game, you know, you're talking about what this lo- what a potential loss would have done. You know, it's one thing to lose yeah. to Notre Dame on the road. You know, that's Notre Dame, and it's not, a, it's not a conference game, not a division game. This would have been lethal, you know, this early in yeah. the season. And, and I'll tell you, yes, it's great that the team came back in the second half, but I am scratching my head. You know, you can make excuses for what happened against Notre Dame, you know, it looks like they're going to be so far that they're shaping up like a really good team. And again, yeah. season opener on the road, you know, all, you know, restore the echoes, all that stuff down in South Bend. Um, New quarterback. Yep. And again, you know, historically Northwestern has occasionally been a hard nut to crack, but again, this is not a great Northwestern team. This is not a team that's going to challenge for the Big Ten Championship. I mean, 
at this rate, this team's going to have to struggle just to make a, a rather mediocre bowl game. So it's disappointing to see. Um, and again, you, you know, Northwestern was, was riled up. They wanted to put out a good performance. Um, you know, they, they had one of their star players, you know, be forced to retire heading into this game. But again, That's right. again he's on the sideline, sidelines rooting them along, so they can't forget it all during the game. You know, and again, not only did Michigan kind of come out and, and you know, kind of sleepwalk through the first half, but huge number of penalties. Yes, there was that incredibly bogus holding call on Karan Hignan, which, um, you know, they will be, you know, it's funny, Coach Harbaugh um, referred to it as a phantom call, and you know, um, to the Michigan faithful, when you say a phantom call, you hearken back to the phantom touchdown that that happened in the seventies that caused them to lose a Rose Bowl. Well. So it's one of those things when you say a phantom call, it it means something different. You know that that particular use of language means something different to Michigan fans, and it reminds you of something that was an an egregious call. At least in this case, it didn't cost Michigan a game or a bowl win, but Boy, uh, really wonder what's going on. Um, you know, and, and the good things. I mean, I thought in the second half, Shea Patterson looked good. I agree with you. Karan Higdon is, is the running back. Um, you know, you kind of worry and wonder what's going on with Chris Evans. Um, you, yeah. know, you, all, you always want to have a backup. But, again, Karan Higdon, uh, you know, uh, despite, you know, and, and again, just to, just to touch on that phantom call, that phantom hold, right? If you had right. all the earmarks of occasionally the refs will get confused on a number, right? And they'll say, oh, holding number so-and-so. And then you'll watch the replay and you know, you'll be able to pick out who they really mean. Oh, no, they meant Karan Higdon. They, I just don't know what game they were watching. That was, you know, and I'm sure that's the kind of thing, you know, Coach Harbaugh alluded to this in the post game that, um, you know, the athletic director, Ward Manuel, is going to take it up with the Big Ten and, and you know, see that uh, see that they are chastised appropriately. But, again... See, if you, if you lose, you can't say as much as you do when you win. Because it's not spoiled grapes when you win. But if you lose, then if you say things, you know, about the refing, people think that you're making excuses, and the Michigan isn't making an excuse at the time. That thing really happened, and at a critical time. Couldn't have been at a worse time. Yeah, and again, there were plenty of legitimate penalties called, um, but you really didn't need that one called, right? You didn't, I mean, again, it, it's great that the team was able to overcome it, but again, at that point in the game, if Northwestern's a better team, uh, Maybe you uh, you don't overcome it. So again, you know, you look at it. Michigan had 11 penalties for 100 yards. That's really unacceptable. Um, again, maybe you can get away with that versus a, a, a rather mediocre Northwestern squad. But um, you know, with the games coming up, I mean, with the games coming up, you, you got to get that you know taken care of. Um, you know, and another concern coming out of the game is it looked like Rashawn Gary got banged up again. So, shoulder, yeah. You know, and again, that that seems like it's a a chronic issue that that's reoccurring. 
So, you know, you look at this, and again, now I'll tell you, for all the whining and complaining, I will take a crappy win over a loss of any kind. Um, well, absolutely. And this wasn't against a junk football team. This is a legitimate Big Ten team. Uh, they may cause some people some problem, and I'll tell you what, Fitzgerald's teams don't quit. They scratch it out the whole game. And uh, they're not like Nebraska that quit in the, in the last big victory that Michigan had before this. These guys uh, are going to go the whole time, and they're going to try. They may not always win, but Fitzgerald is a good coach, I think. Well, you know, there are rumors that, you know, as Michigan has been struggling the last 10 years, on occasion Fitzgerald uh, was somebody that Michigan was interested in hiring, and he made it clear that he's staying at Northwestern, and, and uh, good for them. So, you know, I think it would be remiss if we didn't mention how uh, horrible the broadcast was. Um, I, I want, you know, again, I, I'm used to watching the games in person, so to be forced to watch the game with just the onslaught of commercials, just one after another, um, you know, it, it not only makes um, the experience watching it on TV, um, you know, less enjoyable. You know, again, when you're at the game, there are all those stoppages for the TV for the media timeouts. So, yeah. again, really, really not a good thing, and uh, especially with the way that Michigan was was uh, struggling in that first half. It, it, it didn't seem like a lot of fun. Now, again, uh, a bad win's better better than a, you know, a quote-unquote good loss, but, you know, you look at this, and I, I don't know how they're going to, um, you know, I, I, this the, the number of penalties is starting to be a trend. You know, we're, we're coming up on halfway through the season here, and, and that seems to be trending up rather than trending down. Um, they're very reliant on Karan Higdon. Um, you know, I, I'm still kind of wondering, you know, again, what exactly is going on with our defense that they're vulnerable early on in games on the road? You know, and it's, it's I don't want to say, when I say it's not unusual, you know, we've seen this before where um, a team will come out and, and score a quick touchdown in the first quarter, and then the defense will tighten up. But, man, it, it sure seemed like a, like, a, like a fountain here. I mean, they just... You know, and it reminded me a lot of Notre Dame. Of course, versus Notre Dame, we could kind of complain a little bit about the holding calls and, and you know, mm -hmm. plays were very close to being intercepted and going the other way. But, you know, Northwestern just kind of came out in a quick pace and, uh, you know, gave Michigan everything that they could handle and more. So, you know, again, uh, you know, looking at the, at the schedule coming up, you know, I'm wondering what, what Coach Harbaugh is going to be able to do to, cut down on the number of penalties and, and get the defense fired up, you know, right out of the gate, not taking up a couple bruises to, to kind of get them engaged. I wonder why they haven't already eliminated them. It's been an endemic problem this year. Just every game they played, they've had this kind of thing. For a while, I don't think they knew what targeting was. And now I think that they got a better better idea of what that was. And one of the nicest hits of that whole game was Ross put that quarterback down hard in crunch time. And he did it with a picture book 
tackle. He didn't use the head. The head wasn't into the guy. He was uh, down, you know, or below the shoulders like he should be. But did he ever lay him on the ground? It was fun to watch that. Haven't seen that from Michigan in a long, long time. He really cracked the guy. They get a hold of him and they knock him down, but something, but it isn't always a, a real solid hit. You know, it's a leg or an ankle or whatever. And Chase Winovich, we shouldn't forget Chase, because Chase had a hell of a game. There's no question about it. And he's a guy that I, we used to hear three years ago talking about how happy he was that he was getting a chance to play, and now he's one of the better players on that defense. He's made progress. And it's been fun to see. Like to listen to him too, because he's always a good. He's he's always uh, a good talker, and uh, maybe blabs a little too much sometimes about something he shouldn't. But he's uh, all in all a good guy and a, a, a real credit to the team. I think he's effusive. He's definitely not shy in, in talking. <laughs> And, uh, right. Now, Andy, I also think we would be remiss. You know, we're getting at the point in the season where there are other games that have a large impact or the potential for a large impact on on Michigan. And there was no bigger game this weekend than the Ohio State-Penn State game. And, you know, I have to tell you, I, I very, you know, I, it's not often that I watch other games as closely as I watched that game, you know, because mm-hmm. for one thing, you know, that game, um, you know, has had has major ramification for Michigan, and both Absolutely. those teams are, are, are coming up on the schedule. And I have to tell you, Ohio, you know, as much as I hate to say it, Ohio State really pulled off an impressive win on the road, but, I, you know, again, I, I, I like um, Franklin as a coach, but for the life of me, I don't know what he was thinking of, of of on that last play call, where, you know, you're basically you you know you have to get, you know, a handful of yards to uh, to to keep your drive going to hopefully, you know, you know, and needing more to get into field goal range to try to steal that game, you know, a game that they pretty much blew in the fourth quarter, right? And yes. to call two timeouts and run the play that they did. Um, I don't know if you saw it, but as Franklin was walking into the tunnel, um, a few Penn State fans were giving him the business, and he actually reacted uh, rather strongly. And, you know, one of the things I thought is it's one of the reasons, you know, Coach Harbaugh jogs on and off the field. You know, he's he's not going to get engaged, you know, with fans from either, from either positive or negatively. But I, I have to say, I, I, I have to think that, you know, if Coach Franklin was complaining how, you know, the few fans around the tunnel were uh, thinking about that play call, he, he should he needs to stay off Twitter and off the web because he was he was roasted. I mean, I think everybody's watching that game, and, and ex, you know, and again, it was a great game, a great comeback for Ohio State, and you're wondering if Penn State can pull it off, and you basically take the, the, the ball out of the hands of, of one of the best players on the field, and I think definitely the best player on Penn State, Trace McSorley. So, sure. you know, we don't often talk about other games, but so, Andy, what do you think about that? Well, 
I wasn't surprised that Ohio State had the wherewithal to take them, but I think it's a great victory for Ohio State. As much as I dislike them, and I do, uh, they played a good ball game. They hung in there. It was close most of the way, and, and that's an awful place to play. That crowd is raucous, and it's the white thing, and they're, you know, the white out, and they're, they're noisy in the entire game. So, uh, Ohio State did a good one there. And every, both those teams looked fairly fast. McSorley surprised me with his speed a couple of times. He's faster than I thought he was. I didn't think he was throwing particularly well on this day. But that's there too, and probably comes from goal like it goes like it does for everybody else. Anyway, they're two tough teams, and Michigan's going to have to uh, put on their best their best game for both of them, and show toughness and so forth and so on. We'll see how the Wolverines build between now and the time they have to face these two. Well, and I think they're that's, that's they're, one of the things I was watching is. We definitely saw Ohio State can go on the road and win. And, of course, Michigan's going down there. And uh, it'll be interesting to see how Penn State reacts when they come to, you know, Ann Arbor. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I don't think it'll be a blowout. Probably it seems like it'll be a shape-up to be, I hope, a very close game. But I'm glad that that is not at Penn State. I'm glad it is the University of Michigan. I just wish the one in Columbus was was in Ann Arbor. But we'll see. We'll see. Michigan's building. They're getting better. They're, I did not see this victory as a weakness. They took the best blow that Northwestern could give them. And they got up off the mat. And they didn't panic. They were organized. They kept to their game plan. They figured out what the other side was doing, and they beat them. And uh, lots of times that hasn't happened with them. If they went bad in the first half, you know, they'd almost do it in the second half. Or they'd throw interceptions in the second half, drop the ball in the second half, let out a big play. Something would uh, cure their ability to, to win. I think this was a nice victory from the University of Michigan, even though it wasn't impressive, uh, you know, 50 to nothing. Well, I think what was impressive is they did come back, and that was one of the things that Coach Harbaugh talked to the team about at halftime. You know, he's like, listen, you're going to show what you're made of. And, again, it is it is a uh, not an easy place to play, but, again, I, I – I, I just feel like we're seeing, um, you know, at some point Michigan's going to need to go on the road and win, okay? And it's great that we go and, you know, we played Ohio State's tough a few years ago, but it seems like a consistent theme that, that and again, it, it's it's been before Harbaugh showed up. And, you know, I keep thinking back when I watch other teams, you know, good teams like I was watching Ohio State. And, you know, you could say on one hand, yeah, they had to come back. But, you know, they were in that game. You know, they, they did. the moment was not too big for them, okay? Um, so it'll be interesting to, to, to follow this as, as Michigan goes on. So, well, Andy, yeah. do you have any final words for this week? Yeah, I'm glad Michigan won. That was a big load off my uh, shoulders when 
when that game ended, I was happy that it was over in a Michigan one. You know, we squeaked by Northwestern Western quite often. Played them a couple overtimes. So at home, they know how to combat the Wolverines. It's a different matter. And in the friendly confines of Michigan Stadium, and we'll be back there, I wonder how much of a threat that Maryland is going to be. I can't imagine that it'll be much of a threat at all, but, you know, we'll have to see. Um, I will tell you, I did not expect Northwestern to be, to put up this much of a fight. But, again, you know, that's why you play the games. So, well, that's going to do it for this edition of the UMGoBlue.com podcast. This is Phil Callahan along with... Andy Anderson. Go Blue. Thank you for listening to the UMGoBlue.com podcast. All rights reserved. Search for UMGoBlue.com on iTunes. Go Blue.